This is Lothar Tuppen, creator of the sword and sorcery show, The Sword of the Crimson Tatters. And you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Ninety-six fifty-four. Ninety-six fifty-eight. Ninety-six sixty-two. Is it the brown one? Yeah. What do you think? Well, to be honest, I think you've confused quaint and run down. <laughs> but you're right. It will be a quick walk to the train. And you've got to admit, the price was right. Well, when you suggested house-sitting, I pictured more Cape Cod than Bates Motel. Come on, it's not that bad. Seriously, Matt. The whole neighborhood looks creepy. It gives us a roof over our heads until we can get back on our feet. (sighs) I guess. Now, how long until you can get here? Don't know. I'm stuck here at least another hour or so. So much for carrying me over the threshold. Look, I'll make it up to you by picking up supper. Chinese? Yeah, uh, Hunan shrimp and two egg rolls. Got it. Gotta go, babe. Okay. Bye. Come on, Maggie. Nothing to be scared of. (laughs) Oh, look. There goes a hipster on his fixie bike. Three months from now, we probably won't even be able to afford rent in this neighborhood. Quite the load you're hauling there, Missy. Let me help you with that gate. Oh my god. You startled me. <laughs> so you bought up the Tate house, eh? No. We're just staying here for a while. I'm Maggie Moultrie. Tate's was here for 30 years. Nice people, the Tate's. Little odd, but nice. Odd? Then Bobby Ringold had it. He was a strange fella, that one. Strange? How so? Went to prison for killing his girlfriend. Killed her in that very house. What? And now you... And now me what? And now you, living here... Oh, do you live around here, Mr... Mr... Uh, Sorry, I didn't get your name. It's Herms, young lady. Bartholomew Herms. Live right next door. Where you coming in from? Well, uh... Pretty young thing like you. Sure gonna stand out around here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, look, Mr. Herms, my husband and I are just looking after the place for a while. You know, that's what Bobby Ringold said to me. Huh. Storms are coming. Um, well, I I better hurry inside with this stuff. Bye now. Okay. Here's to a fresh start. And... 
pew. Once it stops raining, ugh, some fresh air. Is that shag carpeting? Oh, my aged aunt. This place hasn't seen an update since the 70s. Or maybe even a good cleaning. Aw, hey, it's so dark all of a sudden. You left this one out in the weather, young lady. <sighs> Mr. Herms? What is the matter with you? <sighs> and you shouldn't leave your door standing wide open. Pretty young thing like you, all alone in a big old house. Yes, all right, now, thank you, Mr. Herms. I'll take that. Good night now. Ah, crap. My back. Matt, I can't believe you left me to do all this. You shouldn't leave a window open in this weather. Yes, yes. Thank you for your help, Mr. Herms. Just watch your fingers now. Oh my... That guy. I'm ten frickin' years older since I met him. What? What the... For crying out loud. Who turned out the lights? Come on, come on, answer already. Hello? Hi, where's the breaker box? What? What happened? Matt, I broke the house. Huh? We've got a bad connection here. You broke the house? Oh, you know, I just had this crazy idea that maybe turning the lights on would be this great idea. And of course, the power went out. Very funny, Maggie. Yeah, it's a hoot. So, where's the breaker box? Uh, I've got bad news for you. It's a fuse box. Yeah, I've seen one of those before. We had one in our cabin growing up. Where is it? It's in the basement. Right. Great, of course it is. Now, I could use the flashlight on my cell, but it's almost dead, and if I can't get the power to come back on... Do we have any other options? Yes. Check the boxes I dropped off this morning. There should be some candles with the kitchen stuff. That or you can sit in the dark. <sighs> There's like a dozen boxes on top of that one. Check the one marked camping for the lantern last summer. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> Smelly old thing. Well, wipe it down with the rat. Should be matches in the bacon. Hey, you okay? You sound funny. Well, I'm pretty creeped out already, hun. I've just met our very, um, unusual next-door neighbor who told me some things about this place that I didn't really need to learn. Huh? Like what? I'll tell you later, Matt. I'm okay with sitting in the dark if you're coming home soon. I don't relish the idea of going downstairs by myself. How long till you get here? I'm getting things wrapped up as fast as I can. Matt. Look, I gotta go. If you don't want to look at it, just hang tight and I'll... Matt? Matt? <sighs> Great. <sighs> no power. Weird neighbors. 
and bad cell reception. <laughs> What's not to love here? Maybe if I go outside. Hmm. The porch is covered. Oh, uh, hello. Where did you come from? I'm waiting for Mama. Does everybody in this neighborhood answer questions that I didn't ask? Are you related to Mr. Herms, honey? Mama promised me she's gonna come get me and Kitty Kitty. That's right, Kitty Kitty. Mama's gonna come get us soon as she can. Kitty Kitty don't like the rain. Why would your mother come here to pick you up, honey? This is Uncle Bobby's house. Look, dear. I don't know where your uncle's house is, but he's not here. There's no one here but me right now. It's got the yellow kitchen. Me and Mama helped him paint it, even though he said I wasn't big enough. I'm sorry, honey. Your Uncle Bobby doesn't live here anymore. He's not really my uncle. Mama told me to call him that. I want Mama. Kitty, kitty, don't let be alone. Oh, all right. Come here, sweetheart. Don't cry. I'll help you get back with your mommy. Do you know her phone number? No. Okay, um, now look, sweetie. I'm sure I've got something in the house to wipe away those tears. How does that sound? No. I don't want to go inside. Ma- Mama always says not, not to trust strangers. That's good advice for sure. But, but you seem nice. Thank you. So... How about I sit down with you on the bench, too, and wait right here with you? Okay. My name's Maggie. What's yours? Mama will come soon, kitty kitty. I I know you don't like the rain. Maggie says Uncle Bobby's not here. Mama will be here soon. Promise. Mm, I like your pretty hair ribbons. I know. Mama says they make me all fancy. They sure do. But it looks like the red one in the back has come loose. Would you like me to fix it? I don't know. Nobody can do them like Mama does. Well, how about if I give it a try? I have a brush in my purse. You and your kitty stay here, and I'll go in and get it. No, come back. Kitty, kitty. No, wait, come back. No. I'm sorry, hun. You better go in and get him. No, I don't want to. I don't want to miss Mama. Don't you want to find Kitty Kitty? You find her. It's dark in there. Please? I told you I don't like the dark. Oh, sweetheart. I don't either. But look, 
Right here by the door, I've got... I've got this lantern. Let me light it, okay? There we go. Isn't that nice? Now come on, we'll go in and find Kitty Kitty and... I don't like inside Uncle's house. It's dark and scary. I know, but we can be brave together. It'll be okay. Take my hand. There we go. Kitty kitty. Kitty kitty. Where are you, baby? Wait. Watch where you're going. I know my way around here. See? I told you it was yellow. Me and Mama helped paint it. I spilled some on the floor right there. Uncle got mad. See that red spot? Uncle made Mama do that. <laughs> is that what I think it is? Oh, shh, shh. I think I hear her. Kitty, kitty? Are you down in the basement? Come on up. Come on, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Come on. Come on. Let's go. I'm scared. I hate it down there. I know, but listen. Listen, kitty, kitty's scared too. We'll have to go down and get her. No, it's too scary. I don't want to go down there. Okay, okay. You just stay here then, and uh, I'll go down and... No! No! I'm going to wait for Mama to get me. Hey, don't run out in the storm. Ugh, for pity's sake. I guess it's me then. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming, kitty, kitty. Stupid name for a cat. Steady, girl. One step at a time. Matt, when I get my hands on you... Here, kitty, kitty. Aha, I see you. Come here, sweetie. No, not back there. What is that? The furnace? Come on, sweetie. I won't hurt you. What are you digging for? You found <coughs> kitty kitty. Oh, little girl, you scared the... Hey, when did you come down? You found kitty kitty. She's behind the furnace, honey. I'm uh, trying to... I'm too big to get behind it. Can you slip back there and get her? I... Little girl? Little girl? 
Now where'd she go? Great. Calm down, kitty kitty. I'll get you out. It's okay, kitty. I've got you. Come on. Whatever you're hanging on to, you have to let that go. I can't... little... Wait, what's that? <gasps> that red ribbon. There's hair attached? Mr. Moultrie, now that the fire's out, we need to seal the remains off until crime scene gets done with the rest of the exhumation. You got someplace to stay? Yeah, sure, but that's the last thing on my mind. Just tell me, officer, do you think she's going to be okay? Hard to say, sir. It was quite a shock she had. I've got her loaded up in the ambulance. You want to ride with us down to Mercy General, sir? Now's the time. Is there anything else, officer? Uh Uh-uh. Go ahead. We'll be in touch if we have any more questions. Being with your wife is probably the best help you can give. Okay. Here's my card. It has my direct line if you need it. Okay, let's get her moving. Matt? I'm right here, baby. Matt? Matt, it was horrible. I I couldn't move. Her mother was holding me and the cat and the little girl... She said, and, and... It's fine. It's all over. Everything's going to be okay. I'll tell you what, Garrity. I've seen some rotten stuff during my time, but this is one for the books. The D.A. got Bobby Ringgold for killing the woman, but... Yeah, I remember that. And they had cadaver dogs all over the place back then. How did they miss the little girl? Who knows, Sarge? 
Who knows if... Excuse me, officers. Hello? Who's this, Garrity? Next door neighbor. He pulled the woman out of the house after the fire started in the basement. Herms, his name is. Why, Mr. Herms, you're quite a hero tonight. Twent no more than my neighborly duty, Lieutenant. I'm just a sergeant, sir. Sergeant Kopinski. Um, can you tell us what caused you to come over to the house in the first place? Yes. Well, I noticed that this young lady... Mrs. Moultrie? Mm, yes. Uh, I saw right at the first moment I met her that she was nice. A bit odd, you know, but nice. Odd? Odd how? Well, we both heard the thunder, and I told her that a storm was coming, but she went and left her front door wide open. Mm-hmm. And then, after the storm set in, well, just be a neighborly a little while later... I pointed out to her that one of her windows was open a little, and she shut it. Hmm. And where were you at the time, Mr. Herms? I was right outside the window in question, Captain. Sergeant, and you said it was raining at the time? Oh, yes, but I was all right. I was under my umbrella. I see. Now, let me ask you again, what made you come over to the house that last time? I'm trying to tell you, Inspector. Sergeant. Well, please... Tell me, sir. I went out to the sidewalk to get my evening paper. The boy always leaves it on the sidewalk, even though I ask him time and again to toss it up there, you see? My covered porch there, next door. So I go out there and I find it, and it's soaking wet in my lands. I stand there a moment and... And? And what, sir? I look over here to the Tate House, and the front door is standing wide open again. Rain is blowing in. There's thunder, too. So I hurry over to let the young lady know. And it's then that I see. Go on, sir. What did you see, Mr. Herms? Well, as soon as I get in under the overhang, I look inside the house, and the young woman is standing in front of the basement door. And even though there's no music, it looks to me like she's dancing. Dancing? And then I realize that maybe she's not dancing, She's struggling with somebody or something, you know, calling out, saying, let me go, like that. Things were kind of dark in there at first. It's possible that somebody got in and was attacking her. But you didn't see anybody? <clears throat> no. And then, well, and then the basement door opened and a cat trotted out and the girl screamed her head off. And it's then that I noticed a bright light coming up from the basement. But it wasn't just a light. It was fire. I ran in, almost tripped over the cat. It was dragging something. Looked like a tarantula tied up in a pretty red ribbon. Curious, but I didn't have time to think about that. We know what that was. Don't worry. Hmm? <clears throat> and I see right away that the fire has completely taken over the basement. I shut the basement door again and take the young lady by the hand. She's standing there, stuck still. I guess maybe the fire spooked her, but she follows me willingly enough out the door. She had a cell phone in her pocket, so I used it to call 911, and here we are. Wow, that's some story, Mr. Herms. Yes, sir, and every word of it is true. I don't doubt it one bit, sir, but uh, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Not at all, Commander, not at all. <sighs> yes, sir, thank you. You say the door to the basement opened and a cat came out. Yes, a cat. 
Funny thing. Yes, sir. That cat looked a lot like the one the little girl always had with her. You know, the one they couldn't find after. Uh-huh. As I was saying, you saw the door open. Are you sure about that? Yes, indeed. Did the woman open it? Is there any chance that she reached out to the doorknob and... Oh, no. No, no, no. She was struggling with that unseen person at the time. No, I'm positive. That door opened all by itself. And then that young woman shrieked her head off as if she'd seen something unspeakable. Oh, officers, the look on her face as I led her out of the house. I'll never forget it. But the unseen person, who was it? I guess nobody. Huh? Nobody? Nope. Well, nobody human, eh? All right, sir. We'll be in touch if we need any more information. If you think of anything else, be sure to give me a call. That was a play produced especially for Transcontinental Terror 2020, entitled What the Cat Dragged In, by Will Anderson and Pete Lutz. Our cast consisted of the following players. Jessica Rainville as Maggie. Austin Beach as Matt. Phil Boyd Studge as Mr. Herms and the EMT. Delaney Brittingham as the little girl. John Bell as Sergeant Kapinski. Rachel Pulliam as Officer Garrity. And Rio Oki and Olive as the cat. Our theme was Private Reflection by Kevin McLeod under an Attribution Creative Commons license. See show notes for attribution. This is CK Standard Speaking, and this was a 63 audio production mixed and mastered in Corpus Christi, Texas. Sixty-three audio. This is mutual. Tuesday terror really gets the nerves on edge and gives you a nice, healthy fear of the dark. For a change, catch Bells in the Bat Free, where your nerves will still be on edge, but with a nice, healthy fear of bad puns, silly situations, and absurd plots. Bells in the Bat Free, in Friday Follies and every other week in Sunday Showcase. Just keep telling yourself, it's only a podcast. It's only a podcast.